Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs here, fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. I look at the calendar, fellas, and I'm not sure if it's... Uh, mid-August or April Fool's Day because running backs are getting work, Martin. My goodness, (laughs) Dalvin Cook signed with the Jets, Ezekiel Elliott with the Patriots, and I don't know what any of it means. I really don't know that uh, we discussed this last week, and I I thought wherever these guys go, certainly not Zeke, but Dalvin Cook even going to a team doesn't move the odds, and it hasn't. Um, What are your thoughts on this? Uh, my first thought was, wow, Zeke's back to 15. I remember when he ran through Michigan wearing that number 15 <laughs> and yeah. I just somehow going to find. And then my second thought was, you know, everybody, you know, Dave's thought, okay, preseason reenactment, civil war reenactment, <clears throat> right? Then we have overreaction Monday after everybody's in the books. Right. Dave, did Bill Belichick fall victim to overreaction Monday? After not scoring against the Texans in that, in, that, mm. in that game, I took the first half under. That's funny. Um, I think it's more a product of that these running backs want to be on a team in time for game day, but they're not counting preseason as game day. So they have held off by for the, for their own sake as long as possible. This is going exactly what I said three weeks ago when this whole kerfuffle blew up here um, with Saquon. The new world order for pro running backs is going to be one year contracts. You're going to get paid. Now Zeke's number ain't great. What is it? Six ish million. Dalvin cook is like 8.5 in total. Mm-hmm. If he gets all of it, but so it's not gangbusters pay, but I do think that it foretells what's coming. I think Leonard Fournette's going to get a one year deal. Um, and this is going to be the way the, the big name running backs are going to be guest stars, much like Betty White and Jaja Gabor were back on Love Boat. And then they'll move on and they'll no. guest star on some other primetime TV show down the line for another team, if you will. Yeah. That's that's what's going on here. I thought, One you year know, deal and incentives all over the place. Right. A lot I of incentive think, based. Though, yeah. I think your point, though, is interesting about like it doesn't move the the season number for for these teams. Would any guy? Would anybody outside of no. a big name starting QB? I mean, I, I like. I think oh. you could. Whatever. If Miles Garrett got traded from Cleveland, uh, I don't even know where. If he went to the Rams, would the Rams number suddenly move? I don't know. It if probably it would. wouldn't. But psychologically, and we discussed this. Like Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. I know that happened already. Would mean more to me than Dalvin Cook going to the Dolphins, even though they're both like top five at their position. You know what I mean? So psychologically, but you specifically, Sheck, because you took the Dolphins to win that AFC East. And the the by the way, the value of betting the Jets to win the East or the uh, or the Super Bowl was all sucked out by the uh, I guess it's the uh, the hard knocks opportunists who bet them just religiously after the first episode. But check, does that bother you? Obviously, doesn't bother you probably him going to the Jets, but the fact that he could have been a Dolphin, would that have helped? Uh, is that a difference of a game, maybe? I think they're spending money, these uh, these Jets are, because they have it, 
but it's unsatisfying to me. It's like it's like being hungry and eating junk food and you're you may feel satiated in the moment, but it's not going to solve the the issue at its core. Their problem, the Jets, and I don't know what's going to happen between now and the start of the season that's going to change this is the offensive line. All people are very excited. Now, Brees Hall. I don't know if this is an indication that he ain't going to be back up to full speed until, I don't know, November or even until 2024. They have other named guys, some interesting options there with the Jets. I, you know, so now you've just injected another good option into what was already a strong position there, but it hasn't solved what the bigger issue is, which is in, what's in front of those running backs and yeah. the 40 year old QB who, by the way, at the time of this recording, about an hour ago, hurt his calf again. And this right. is not a stunning <clears throat> thing. This He's a 40-year-old man. This is what happens to football players when they get older. They get hurt, and the little things crop up yeah. more and more <clears throat> and more. So I, I don't know that they've changed anything by bringing in Dalvin Cook, who, by the way, himself might be just a wee bit past his best days. Well, to your point about the offensive line, here's what I think happened, and it kind of happens every year this time of year we saw the first preseason game and a lot of these teams panic oh my god we have offensive line issues now it's too late to get a blue chip guard or tackle so what do you do you get running backs that block that's what zeke does martin now it'll yes. be interesting to see if belichick he's going back to the old fit will he let him wear the cutoff shirt i don't know that'd be great if he could wear the cutoff jersey but that's what essentially he's going to do it'll be nice yeah people see him well oh he's going to get a ton of goal line carries in that offense no they needed a blocking back the jets same kind of thing i think this is more or less a panic move let's see what happens in week one we're not happy in the preseason so these that's why these signings were made yeah, and that's the thing, like, Zeke, I'm sorry, I'm not, Zeke can still play football, at a, I think, at a high level. Just like, are you going to give him 20 carries a game, even 10 carries a game? Like, but I still think, to the point you're making, like, can he be a functional athletic football player and get in the way of a rushing lineman, a rushing linebacker? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. I don't saw the, I, yeah, $15 million a year, a little steep. $3 million base with a chance for six. All right, I, I feel like everybody should be happy with that. Sure. Now, there's hard knocks tonight, every Tuesday. Do they scramble to get the Dalvin Cook signing on tonight, or is this just uh, next week on hard knocks kind of oh, thing? Oh, I guarantee it. I get I, this, they this get definitely. This gets in the window, right? Oh, yeah. Monday morning-ish is when he's, I think they get this in. I yeah, guess, yeah. I guess that made it. I guess anything before last night would have to get a, a couple minutes at least. You know, we were thinking about it, and we ran this by our uh, our friend, the captain of the Riverboat Casino, and we asked him, you know, Hard Knocks, there's so many opportunities here, but what would be the best thing to happen on Hard Knocks this season? And we put odds to this, or the captain did at least. Uh, is it... Liv Schreiber gets recognized by someone other than the team's quarterback. Three to one odds. That would be interesting. Owner Woody Johnson convinces Aaron Rodgers to take the Johnson and Johnson shot. Seven to one odds. <laughs> Dalvin Cook practices with a tip jar attached to his hip. I think that could work. Uh, Ten to one odds. Or Zach Wilson sleeps with Aaron Rodgers' mother. Oh, heaven forbid. Twenty five to one odds. Or you could take the field at even check. Any of these appeal to you? I would love Zach Wilson to uh, to make it even worse by doing it in Aaron Rodgers cave, you know, like right there, oh, like nice. right there in his in his dark cave, really to mm -hmm. stick it to uh, to number eight there. Yeah, I, I think that's the option. I'm, I think that's what we all want. It is funny to think about if Aaron Rodgers were not funny, but what if he were legitimately hurt right now? You bring up with the 
Dalvin Cook thing make this episode? If Aaron Rodgers were like somehow ripped his calf and out for the season, what would that Hard Knocks episode even be? Would they just be like, we're preempting this to go live? You know, like what, right. not, not of what we're going to show you matters. And I guess maybe Zach Wilson betting Aaron Rodgers' mom would be a, would be a good turn yeah. of the page for Jets fans. I guess yeah. the father would be even more um, perplexing. But uh, Martin, what do you what do you think about these? One thing has got to be something with Aaron Rodgers and like some version, maybe in, you know how Jimmy G had this porn star moment in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. a few years back? Something along those lines. Because if you think about it, Jets quarterbacks, Sam Darnold got the kissing disease. Oh, yeah. All right. Zach Wilson went with moms. Aaron Rodgers. Joe Namath started this whole thing. Yeah, right? with Susie Colbert. What are you talking about? Wanted to right. kiss her. Talking about well, I'm just talking about the last three in a row. Obviously, historically, we go back. But I mean, yeah, just boom, boom, right. boom, right here, right now, actively on the roster. What is yeah. Aaron Rodgers? It's like, you know, it's whatever. What's that going to be? Who's it going to be? Where is it going to be? Maybe we'll see him out with somebody. But look out yeah. for that. All right. That would be interesting. Yeah, I think it has to be Zach Wilson with Aaron Rodgers' mother. Um, I do wonder, Spaghetti, as a New Yorker, what do you? Th- I, I wonder if this would be celebrated by New York fans. Obviously, it would ruin team chemistry. Aaron Rodgers would be, he might quit the team. He certainly would be detached. Um, but do you think most New Yorkers would be like, yeah, good going, Zach Wilson, or screw you, you, um, you, you messed up this team? What do you think, Spaghetti? Uh, I think a lot of New Yorkers have a, a sense of humor and like these uh, jokes that kind of cross the line. So I think we would be okay with it. We're pretty uh, hardened people that would find the, yeah. the humor in all of it. Right. There you go. Uh, there's another one. I was thinking, Shaq, Brett Favre. I don't want to speak out of school here, but he may or may not have. Uh, do you know the story I'm about to tell? He wasn't a jet at the time, but I don't know. He was lurking around the Man Show studio a lot. Why? You know, well, there was a whole... That we had these um, juggy dance squad girls. I'll tell you about it afterwards if you don't know this. You don't know this whole thing? All I right. don't think I do know about this, really. Right. I don't even know if he's listening. Yeah, but there might have been numbers exchanged <laughs> and stuff like that. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Leave that in. Leave that in, Spaghetti Meatballs. Let's see what happens. Roll the dice. Um, so yeah, far, you, yeah. I'll just say, yeah. you know, Brett Favre, he is not afraid to go to, he's not afraid to, go to the courthouse. Yeah, <clears throat> no kidding. Oh, he loves so, it. He loves the court, especially volleyball courts. I didn't even know that any of the juggy yeah. girls played volleyball. So this is uh, breaking news. Yeah, you're right. Um, so Robert Sala, through one episode, did not embarrass himself, which is very uh, uh, commendable when it comes to hard knocks and over the years. Certainly, uh, the Cowboys. Do you know he lifts weights? Sure. Does he lift weights? Does it come, Does that up, come up? Yet? Weights. This has become. It is funny. I don't know if it was, where did this begin? Is it Vrabel that uh, I think it really crossed the line when Sean McVay in the debut episode a couple of years ago when they did Chargers and Rams oh, yeah. and he took the shirt off the and he's pool, like in yeah. the pool and it's like, Hey coach, nobody asked you to get into the pool. And he's like, Hey, well, come on, check me out with that. Look, I got my shirt off here. I feel like roughly half of pro football coaches now lift themselves is that yeah, about right. an accurate assignment? and then dan campbell well, last year right what was he doing well, that's he was the doing biggest something one the yeah. you guys are, right. you guys are thinking about this the wrong way yeah this all goes back to the cleveland browns and freddie kitchens and the offensive line uh, coach oh, remember the offensive great. line coach oh, i can't remember his name right now beautiful specimen he had, a, he yeah. had a belly big as a house and he was just like had his hands resting on his belly as he was calling out the the different assignments and stuff that's what right. it is. These hard knock coaches saw that, saw, and then look, 
Freddie mm-hmm. Kitchens became a, a, a. I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say Freddie Kitchens became a head coach because he looks good on hard knocks. Be like or that that was a stepping stone to help him get to that interim job. Yeah. So look, you're right now. I everybody's guess. auditioning for a job. On can't they, can't they just look at Andy Reid and say, oh, that's the best in the game right now? Uh, and all he does is talk about cheeseburgers um, during the interviews. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, these coaches yeah. have collectively lost their way. <clears throat> Bill Belichick's an old man dressed like a hobo. Pete right. Carroll's, you know, on the wrong side of 70. And in the meantime, these guys are yeah. are in there uh, working on their uh, on their bench press. I think I, people talk about this, but it would ultimately. It's a bunch of jive to talk about um uh, which head coach would win the fight. I mean, we talk about which social media exact oh, would right. win in their head to head, but I mean, it would mm-hmm. be Rabel v. Campbell period. The rest is just noise. Correct. I mean, they're not, I'm not forgetting any, but Bob Sala wouldn't factor in. I mean, these are two ex football players. What's Bob Sala achieve in football or otherwise he couldn't hang yeah. with, two, with those two guys. Right. Probably. I mean, I don't know, like maybe something comes out like Kevin O'Connell's a third. I was black just about to something. say Kevin O'Connell. I think I'm Kevin no O'Connell idea, might but. be a sneak. I'm throwing it out there. We, it might we know it. the we know the dozen or so we can eliminate immediately, right? So, um, but yeah, I think that you have the right too. But unfortunately, coach of the year doesn't come down to that. It should be a fight. It should be a fight at the end of the year. But they have odds on it. We want to do. I want to do coach of the year. I want to do first coach fired, which is a less official bet to make. But Caesars has coach of the year, and it's weird the way these odds are stacked because. Arthur Smith and Dan Campbell, Arthur Smith of the Falcons, 10 to one odds is favored. He and Dan Campbell, both 10 to one. And then like at the bottom of the list, you'll have like the Nick Sirianni's and the Andy Reid's at like 40 to one. Todd Bowles is at the very bottom, 50 to one. So, you know, it's a little ridiculous. It's not necessarily the coach of the best team. Um, Belichick didn't win for a decade during the Pats great years, you know, so it's kind of like, it's a little bit like NBA MVP when, LeBron was the best player, but they had to find an excuse to give it to Derrick Rose or Russell Westbrook or something. So I think, Sheck, it's who has the best chance to improve his team. And I guess that's why Arthur Smith is the favorite. I don't know. Yeah, and it's, I think, if you almost definitely, I guess you could have sort of what counts as a dream adjacent season if you get a wild card and mm-hmm. if the standard is low enough there, like I'm real tempted to, to go with LaFleur because if they survive the Rodgers departure and they're still relevant and, you know, in the playoff mix and get the double digit wins. But would that be enough if they don't beat out Campbell's Lions? I think probably not. So I think you're you're right. It's not like, hey, what team went uh, won the most games? That's uh, your your coach of the year. If that were the case, yeah. as you say, Belichick. But- would have won a bunch of these. I will say, which coach is going to be fired first? You want two spicy ones? One, how about Bob Sala? If this thing gets mm. sideways, if this doesn't work out. Wow. No, I. How long do you think Woody Johnson, does he seem like a cool, calm customer who's just going to lay back and be like, give him another year. Rogers is uh, uh, on the books for 2024. So we're okay. That won't happen. One. And how about this one? Bill Belichick. Not first coach fired, <laughs> but if they stink, if they're dragging the fourth place and he's gone all in on bully ball, which is going to be the way this year for all the teams that don't have Mahomes, mm-hmm. Herbert, Allen and Burrow. Uh, if, but they, they're, they're doing it to the extreme. If this flops, if this feels like something from the late 20th century and he ain't yeah. keeping up, like at some point, aren't they going to say like craft, I don't know, fired or whatever, like, Hey coach, uh, great run here, man. Let's, uh, 
let's let's move it along here, right? I mean, the game's passed yeah. by if that's the case. Well, yeah, those so would be my two by the end of the year, but, but typically ones. someone's gone by week twelve, right, or something. So I don't know what the pace yeah, is. Yeah, maybe mean, Belichick my, there, right? Mike McCarthy's five to one in the unofficial odds to be fired first. Todd Bowles six to one. It's interesting because. You know, I mentioned um, Arthur Smith, and he's just like kind of in the middle of the pack to be first coach fired. So he's coach of the year, number one, first coach fired right there in the middle. Um, Martin, who do you like for coach of the year and first coach fired? I would say I'll go negative first. I think Kevin's the fast he's in play. Hmm. I think he is. Because you, like if they get off to a rough start, You've got your quadrillion billion dollar quarterback now. You've had all, there's no more excuses. There's no more like everything is supposed to be on. That roster is really stacked too. And if they, they, I mean, the AFC North is going to be a gauntlet. I think that the Civil War reenactments have probably shown us that Pittsburgh is going not going to be, I would, right now I'm betting that Pittsburgh is not going to finish last in that division. And if that's the case, what you saw last weekend has no matter. Don't <laughs> look, apply what you knew in July. Don't apply the preseason result. Please, please. I, I, I can't have it. You like seeing Pickett to Pickett to get you a little excited. I get love you a little it, but excited. I don't want everybody getting so excited about this. It's already I know, but again, it does get you excited. Now. I know. Uh, but, all right. But, so, but I'm also like, I don't think Tom... I'm not ever going to bet on Mike Tomlin to have a losing season. I'm not betting against Joe Burrow. I'm not betting against John Harbaugh to have a losing season. Kevin Stefanski, you're the odd man out in, in, this, right. in this situation. I here. think Harbaugh's the one, Martin. I think he could. I mean, he was out the door the year that Lamar Jackson was a rookie. He and the rate. It's so weird how this thing has sort of slipped through the cracks for a lot of people. When Lamar Jackson was in his rookie season and Flacco was the guy, they were real bad. And Flacco got hurt and they announced like Bashadi and Harbaugh released a mutual statement like, yeah, we're we're going to part ways at the end of this season. It's been a great run. And then Lamar Jackson happened and that turned it on its ear. I think if this goes bad as they transition to the Munkin pass offense and all that, if it if it flops, which it could in that division, then John Harbaugh it could just have delayed things by five years and he could be out the door by December as well. It's just tough because if you can count on Mike Tomlin being over 500, you can count on the Ravens having a million regular season wins and then screwing up in the play. You know what I mean? So it, 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 I, I, don't, I don't know how to differentiate, which is the point. not going to happen it, and which is it. But I feel like it's hard to fire an entrenched coach like that mid-season that feels like an end of season parting of the yeah. ways john you go ahead and move upstairs like ozzy did before you and all of this and let's just go out there and you help us pick players instead of coaching them on the sidelines maybe john right. will be the one that'll tell them down hey go for two now don't ask the quarterback i know now from all my experience asking the quarterback if i should go for two or not on right. these but i think a sleeper for coach of the year if the Packers make the playoffs, which I'm sneakily trending to think that they will, Matt LaFleur is, 70, is, is 47 and 19 as a head coach. In the He's always had Aaron Rodgers, though. If mm -hmm. he can make the playoffs and have, you know, an explosive offense with, with, uh, with Jordan Love back there, I think yeah. that's going to be – because it's really, it's really the coach to the year. It's almost the same as, like, the most improved or the comeback player. It's like – 
for the comeback franchise of the year? How did this coach turn it around? Like when Kevin Stefanski won a whole bunch of games with the playoffs with Cleveland. So I yeah. think that might be something. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're both like Lafleur at fourteen and one. I will say this: Brian Dable kind of put a, a wrinkle on the 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 script because the Giants, I think, were the first wild card team to have a coach of the year. When mm. what was he nine seven and one spaghetti? Is that what they were? So it is possible. Everybody else was a one seed or won their division at least. So I think yeah, a guy like Lafleur could do it. A guy like Sean Payton could do it too. In a, in a division, I think where the Chiefs are. I don't think they are prohibited favorite to win that division. And I think if Denver got to 10 wins, God forbid, 11 and six, people might think that's enough. I know you would hate that, Martin, your old coach getting in there. Plus, he's going to have a lot of buzz going in. So I like him at 12 to one. And um, in the same division to be fired first, uh, again, I looked at the schedule and between the Raiders and the Rams, I think that's good value in who's going to have the worst record in the league. You could get one at 13 to one and you can get the other at 10 to one. And I vouch for the Raiders way too much over the years. I've come around. This is going to be a bad one. Um, it, and it's not going to be one where they lose every game by four points. The defense didn't get better. Still not sure who's going to be quarterback. Jacobs could sit. They start at Denver, at Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and at the Chargers. Um, and then weeks nine through 12, Giants, Jets, at Dolphins, and Chiefs before they're by. They really could be two and 10 or three and nine heading into the bye. And that uh, could be bye bye for McDaniel. So that's a great that. call. Look, I, I I could see yeah. that. I just wonder how much uh, Mark Davis after the Gruden stuff. I mean, I, I don't have any insight on like, is he going to be like, we can't yeah. do it because it makes us look like a jank franchise. If we just keep yeah, well, rotating through the coaches. Right. I feel like that, Woody that, Johnson is, the, that doesn't is the pushback. He'll have had four. Now, I think if he does get rid of McDaniels, he'll then have four coaches on the payroll. Head It'd be coaches, very so. Houston Texanese for yeah. the Raiders to pull something like that. Yeah, that would be bad, but they are going to stink. You're absolutely right about that. Um, from Josh McDaniels to Mike McDaniel. Mm. And, uh, you're right about like, I think you're, you, I think you, you, you get it exactly right. Expectations, exceeding expectations per the bookmaker and the right. prognosticators at large out there. Um, so if anybody, I don't think Dable's going to get it back to back, but if Rivera or McCarthy somehow mm -hmm. won the NFC East, that would be above what anybody expects them to do. So those guys would be in play, especially with the narrative of McCarthy taking over the play calling and we've disrespected him for so long. And now it's time for him to get his flowers and or coach yeah. of the year honor. But the other one is Mike McDaniel at 18 to one. I mean, on these mm -hmm. dolphins at three to one to win that division. And I think that as much buzz as the Dolphins have gotten, the Jets have gotten way more and people assume that the Bills ultimately are going to be in. If they're not, then the Jets are going to do it. So I think that there is some upset factor to the Dolphins winning that division. Mike McDaniel strikes a, a unique figure among NFL head coaches. So I think that all adds up to people getting behind him if they were to win that division. So that's uh, I think 18, plan, 18 to, one to one is if you, if you like the dolphins to win that division, 18 to one is, I'm, I'm, I don't know what else would have to happen in the league for if the dolphins won the division for Mike McDaniel to not win. Right. Uh, because to win that division, you're going to have to put together 12 and five or better. I think with the jets right there and the, and the bills, the incumbent bills there. So 18 to one is good. You know, you, you mentioned something, Shaq. it might be interesting bet Ron Rivera to be the first coach fired and for coach of the year. Um, got a ways to jump to get there. And if he does get to double digit wins, definitely in consideration, 40 to one odds, but 
Also, um, first coach fired. We sure, you know, maybe it's uh, all about the enemy and maybe it's about him fumbling over his words, Rivera, in the press conferences. So, yeah, you could do some double action. You brought up Belichick. I thought Belichick at 100 to 1 is fun only because he might maybe something criminal comes out. Maybe he's indicted and has to be fired. It always could be something like that. Guy's got demons, Martin. You know, are does. you allowed to coach if you're in jail? I've heard a lot <laughs> of stuff about like having high ranking positions in our society and still being allowed to do them from a jail. Interesting. Cell. So I don't know if that applied. Could you listen? It worked for Stefanski in that playoff game a couple of years ago. Why right. not uh, coaching from the jail cell? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's the year he won. The hospital bed. Right. That's true. That's the year Stefanski won coach of the year, right? That was 2020. Yes. And he, and his biggest win was obviously uh, from his home, from his living room where he wasn't uh, hands on. <laughs> um, all right. Check. We brought up the, the, the Steelers. I want to get a sense of where you guys, what you feel about your teams. I know we're not supposed to feel anything, but Pickens from Pickett is exciting. Deuce Vaughn. I, I don't think he's going to be tackled this year. I mean, that's a bold prediction. That's fun to watch for my team. Um, Martin. Michael Thomas is on the field. Cars is. completing passes. Come on. You got to be happy. You want to talk about not feeling anything. I feel yeah. nothing. I feel absolutely jack. It's like the guy with the stick. Oh, you know the mm -hmm. meme, the guy with the stick and he's spoken like, hey, do something, do something. Yeah. No. Right. I just, oh, and then the feel good story of how uh, backup quarterback, Jake, Hef, uh, Jake Zoolander having to throws an interception and, you know, Derek Carco. You know who threw an interception in his first preseason game too? Me. I was like, no, man, this is all like that. Can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're going to be a tough nut to crack with this Saints season. All right, I, I mean, like what, Bryce Young, two years from now, a year from now, yeah, I think we'll all agree, unless Caleb Williams lands in Tampa a year from now, I think we'll all say like, wow, the best QB in the NFC South is Bryce Young. But right now, don't you sign off on Derek Carr being the, the answer to that question? <laughs> you have to. That's what oh, they got. I don't, and, I don't and sign they, off on Derek Carr. The Saints have the a, a defense that should be at minimum equivalent to Carolina's. <clears throat> I think they're that that's a good deal. Arthur Smith is intriguing what's going on in Atlanta, but we haven't seen any positive. We've seen, you know, I I, I yeah, do who's better, Martin? It's, it's November not, it's not last year. Yeah. You you Martin, you were in on on the Falcons, and I think there is something to like. Second half of the previous year, how did they look? Are they coming together? Um, and it felt like there were there were some stretches watching those Falcons. Like I could see them being good. I could see them getting good in a year or two, but they still haven't done. I think the my bottom line is I don't like Dennis Allen, but I think that the Saints are the pick to win that division. And so I kind of go from there. And if they don't, they they have the most pressure on them when you kind of add up all the parts. Like, well, of course the Saints should win this division. So Dennis Allen might be a good guy to get fired before the end of the season if they're right. a bad team but I just don't think they're going to be. I right. think they're the team they'll beat in that division. Mark, what quarterback's better than um Derek Carr in the in the South? I mean Desmond Ritter has the most weapons, I would say. It's not Trask. Um and you Price can't Young. say Price Young yet. Well come on. No we most weapons it. are the Saints yeah. again is the right answer there. That, that yeah. he has the most weapons too. Yeah, but I, I guess so. I mean well, Pitts, okay but like guy y'all this was one second just hold on. Yeah. Josh Jacobs yeah. is sitting out right now because he ran for more yards in football than anybody did in the rest of the league. And he said, I got to get paid, right? Mm -hmm. Devontae Adams went from playing with Aaron Rodgers back-to-back -back MVPs. You know what? He looked just fine, save of pushing the guy in Kansas City, right? Seven, some 1,500 yards for him. And you know what the Raiders did last year? Nothing. 
Nothing. Well, what's, what are terrible. your quarterback rankings? What is your quarterback rank, ranking for Bryce Young right now? It's ahead of Carr? It's ahead of Carr? Sight unseen? If, if you're asking me who I'd rather have, I'd rather have Bryce Young than Derek Carr. Yes, 100%. All 5'10", 175 pounds of Bryce Young over this Derek year, Carr. This year, no growing pains. He's in? Yeah. Okay. No, the man, hey, look, I know he's short. Don't make jokes, okay? No growing Why pains. Why would I make no, jokes? Yeah. No, I know. I, I'm no position to make jokes. Um, so, all right. Well, that's uh, See, Dennis that's Allen has be been a head coach for five years in this league and has 18 wins. That's yeah, that is an that's, obstacle. That of all, all the things is the biggest concern sure. if you're a Saints fan to me. I don't mm-hmm. I, I like if Michael oh, Thomas oh, wait, is Dave, out wait, there. Hey, that, one second, Dave. Just one second, because of his 18, seven came last year, which means the prior four years he had eleven and Mm. I wonder who his quarterback was there that whole time period. Mm. <laughs> and I was supposed to be excited. It wasn't Trask. It wasn't Bryce Young. It, right. it wasn't well, Baker we'll Mayfield. Say, <laughs> we'll see. I, I hate to think you're going to lose money and your Saints are going to win the division by four games. But we'll so are see. you? T- so who is your official pick here, Martin? Are you ready to make a, a formal NFC South choice? Well, I've got to go Panthers. Really diving it sounds like. I'm going to be on Moxie bets tomorrow. Doing oh. an NFC South preview. All right. I'm going with the Falcons. Okay. okay. I'm going with the Falcons. And I think the Fun. Panthers are the second best record. I'll tell you division. what, that kid is loaded up, right? With the uh, receivers and running back talent and a, a tight end. I know Pitts has scored probably three touchdowns in his career, but uh, no excuses for Desmond Ritter if that offensive line. It's coming down to the defense for the Falcons. If they can hold teams yeah. to the defense, because they're not going to be able to put up 35 points a game. But they're going to score 21 every game. He's going to run the ball on everybody. All right. Listen, I don't know what's what anymore. We can't believe anything because according to Michael O'Hare, the blind side was all a lie. The Tui family never even adopted him. And they cut him from the film profits, which I'm sure is an issue. But Sheck, first of all, wasn't this movie like 20 years ago? Why are we just hearing about this now? It is weird that like, I, but but I do ultimately get the or side of things, but it does like that's the first thing that uh, occurred to me is like, man, why, why'd you hit pause after the movie? But it's because he was young and he didn't focus on it during his playing career. And now he's come back around to it. So I guess it makes sense. All right. The question is, though, are we you know, everybody it's a weird thing is Sandra Bullock is now people are like, <laughs> I feel bad for her. that somehow this Oscar. Is, yeah. She 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 bears any responsibility right. for this sort of thing. Are we? I I, I want to say I think we're supposed to be more impressed by her f- performance because she presented this Tui lady to be a very likable sort. So she's an even better. Uh, that's actor interesting. Than we knew, right? Is that is that fair to say? Give I don't her know. another Oscar. Right. Yeah. Give her two Oscars. Yeah. It's I, actually I don't know a how great much, point. How, how much vetting these actors need to do for the storyline uh, before they accept the role? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know what she did, really. I mean, honestly, with Harrison Ford, maybe Star Wars Sheck wasn't as they portrayed it in real life. And Yeah, Harrison maybe Ford not. Should, yeah. Should maybe like, remember, Jack Nicholson got a lot of praise because he did the Joker Right. And like you kind or or like even better, uh, what's his name? Uh Joker uh from Heath the Ledger. Dark Knight. Heath Ledger's Joker. It was like, you know, he's a complicated guy. Like you yeah. don't hate him entirely. That's what Sandy Bullock just did for Tui. You know, yep. made, you made the villain likable. So cheers yep. to you. I say Sandy, keep that Oscar. First time I saw that movie though, I'm like, this is this is this is this is not real. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. I grew up in the South. Ain't no way that somebody Sandra Bullock size and height and weight is pulling up, rolling down the window and yelling at somebody Michael oh, or size oh, and, and height and weight in yeah, the middle of the night. Yeah. Not oh, buying yeah. it. Then again, Correct. they go to this like prestigious uh, football school, right? When you teach him how to play football, but Sandra Bullock's the one that comes down there and teaches him. No, no, no. You hit the quarterback, Michael. You right. block the guy rushing you, Michael. I'm like, what are we talking about? What, 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 what are we doing here? Right. Well, you know what? Maybe we see Michael Orr's side of the film, right? Maybe we see the other film and um, see how that goes. Who would play him even? Maybe it's somebody, uh, who would it be? John Goodman? I'm not sure. Maybe it should just be outrageous. <laughs> Blindsided. Blindsided the sequel. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with our plays of the day. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, our play of the day for Tuesday. I'm going soccer here. England, Australia is the other semifinal. Women's World Cup, Spain advanced to the finals. I think that's this weekend. If you take this match to for both teams not to score. Now, there's no real way of saying that and communicating it correctly, but I am betting that one team could score or none of the teams score in regulation. So that's both teams to not don't score. See, I already screwed it up. Minus 138. Four of the five games Australia's played have seen only one team score in regulation. England has two one nothing wins and a nil-nil draw versus Nigeria. England's going to likely advance. Kevin Hench called it on minus three in front of the hostile crowd. But I like a tight defensive effort by both squads. Give me both teams not to score. Martin, what do you got? I'm going to go ahead. I'm taking 
one of my favorite pitchers in baseball. And he's not because he's so good, because it's just it's fun to watch because he throws the ball differently, seeming every single time. And mm-hmm. uh, back in the majors, I'm going with Johnny Cueto on the Marlins today. Um, he's been pitching well. And on the other side, Christian Javier, after last year, he was really balling out. He has been regressing this year. And uh, the Marlins, they were good to me. I had them against the Yankees in that epic meltdown that mm-hmm. Clay Holmes hit the guy. I'm sorry, Eddie. I don't mean to, I don't mean to poke, but uh, I, they gave up what, like six runs in about five runs in the bottom of the ninth for me to win eight to seven. I bet on them since <laughs> I think I'm going to go ahead and do it at least through Thursday, just off of the good vibes. I'm taking them. Marlins. They're fighting these Marlins. Yeah. They're a plus one Oh five. If you like Johnny Cueto uh, plus money. All right, check. What do you got? By the way, you mentioned Kevin Hench and he's been celebrating. I don't know why Australia touting them. And <laughs> it, it, it made me think about is Australia the most successful nation in terms of civilians or, or citizens succeeding I heard in you the discuss world? This. Yeah, with it's the very actors. weird. How many total people live in, in the in, in all of Australia per and capita, they win half yeah. the Academy Awards that Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. doesn't take? Australians win the rest of them. We have Barbie is now the queen of of uh the silver screen. She's Australian. You know, yep. it's, it's a, and, and in sports they are very good. Meantime, I'm going to go. I, you know, I give minute. I'm sorry. I give men at work credit and maybe oh, Vegemite sandwiches. Right. Yeah. And there who else? Go. Just the Vegemite sandwich maybe is something yeah. that's in it. Um, that, that, you know, propels people to stardom. Sure. I'm out. I'm out on yeah. Australia. I'm out. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, they got their own rules for Aussie rules, football. <clears throat> no, no, no. Play American football. You wusses. Yeah. Scaredy they cats. Have their, they have their own rules for toilets too. Doesn't it uh, uh, rotate the wrong way? I like it. They're onto something. Yeah, they have like creatures, the likes of which haven't been seen on the planet Earth right. since since uh, um, that movie King Kong about fifteen years ago with the giant yeah. bugs and beasts all over. Like they just enter your home freely. It toughens people. You can tell that those are they're a tough lot there. You know, maybe it's under. not on the planet Earth because it seems like wherever you leave from, it's a seventy three hour flight, and As so maybe you you're just that. flying. Maybe you're going somewhere else uh, completely off the grid. So. But, it is interesting. Uh, Either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna go stateside, Lone Star State specifically, the Texas Rangers. Um, I'm gonna take them, lay the run and a half plus one ten. It's Jordan Montgomery just left the Midwest uh, against Lucas Giolito. Also just left the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Montgomery faring a little bit better. Both of his starts have been quality starts with uh, with the Rangers. Lucas Giolito, like the Halos in general, scuffling more than succeeding here. I'm not even sure why Texas is uh, is plus money laying the run and a half, but I'm going to take advantage of it here. Yeah, they've been on fire. I mean, I need the Astros to win that division. It's looking less and less like that's a possibility. By the way, won't even mention the Mets beating up on the Pirate check. I can tell you're upset about that. Well, but, I love uh, that. Well, I, I couldn't help but be pleased that Daniel Vogelbach, Vogelbach the slob, yeah. hit a home run. That always that that <laughs> that that's a win for everybody. So I can't be too down in the dumps. I want him to gain another sixty pounds by the end. of I feel September. like he's gained twenty pounds. I yeah, think he's gained 20 pounds in the last year or so, right? Like he he's leaned yeah. into it. He's like, all right, enough fat jokes. I'm going to slim it up a little bit. No, no. I'm going to get even fatter. I, and I, I feel like the swim, it's, I know it's in my head, but I think the swing is slower and slower each week because of that. But speaking of uh, <laughs> fat athletes, James Harden called Daryl Morey yes. a liar. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be part of an organization that he's part of. He said this to a room full of people in a video. Uh, 
let me say that again. He had to say it again. Daryl Morey is a liar and I'll never be part of an organization that he's a part of. What, what do you think of this, Martin? Um, I don't know if these guys come back. I don't think they get back after this, really. Well, I think he'll be back to America because you said this in China. I, I, I do think he will mm. return back to the United States at some point. But something like this. <laughs> oh, it'll change. Like wow. what, what continent well, he's in. I thought, well, I did see a take today that said uh, James Harden should just pull a reverse Messi. Well, Sal just said Australia, right their yeah, toilets go backwards. He could just reverse himself <laughs> same way when he gets back uh, to the U.S. I guess you're I think right. That's the move. Yeah. I think this is what happens when uh, you take a $15 million pay cut last year with the expectation that um, we all were like, oh, what a great teammate James Harden is being. He's taking a big pay cut. And it's like, well, on the back end, it's because he was supposed to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then I mean, it is what it is. You shake hands, you don't have it on paper. Then there's no. What are you supposed to do there? So I, that's I feel because you only get to this point. Like this is how like, when you break up, you like hate your ex. You can only really hate somebody that you used to love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just hate people like generally, right? There was a time in the not too distant past, prior to Daryl Morey tweeting international. Uh, to do's and all of that, where he was talking about how James Harden was the best scorer in the NBA history, save Michael Jordan. Right. He was wearing James Harden shirts and clothing. And because honestly, trading for James Harden 11 years ago, put Daryl Morey on the map as a general manager because he took a guy who was coming off the bench and essentially put him in position to be an MVP, like a perennial MVP contender. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone now, though. James Harden and I are the same age. It seems the party about the same amount. So I just don't know how much he's going to be able to, how much he's got left in the tank. Cause I know me, I don't have that much left in the tank athletically. And I don't have You're to be gonna a play again. athlete. I just got to return from phones. China. I have a feel, I really have a good uh, <laughs> feeling about that. But check, I, don't, don't you feel like Daryl Morey would be like, hey, GMs around the league, have my back here. Um, nobody wanted you, James Harden. Nobody, what, what was I supposed to do at this point, right? Don't you think yeah, if you could I, say that, he would? I get where Jim Harden's coming from, but <laughs> James Harden says Daryl Morey's a liar. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I'll never be part of an organization that he's right. a part of. Dave Damashek says James Harden is a loser, and he'll never be part of an organization that wins a title. I mean, that seems fairly clear sure. now. And did, did, did Daryl Morey think like is it, 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 it you know if you hook him up to a lie detector he's like i didn't think it would be hard to move jim harden people would want him but of course if you're the clippers or anyone else why would the clippers have even entertained the idea of that that basically right announces you know maybe we're gonna have a more exciting regular season but this announces we have zero chance of winning the title i mean of course there's there's no formula that includes james harden at the end of at the end of the NBA season, lifting up the O'Brien Trophy, it's just not no. going to happen. So why would anybody want him? I get it. Can't do He's it. A pot right, we see we see both sides there, Martin. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to talk Johnny Manziel, Doc, and then we'll get out of here. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, I watched the Johnny Manziel doc. You guys haven't gotten to it yet, but it, it is weird when you know. No, I watched it. Oh, you did watch it. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think? Do you like it? Oh, it was incredible. And I have thoughts. I, I, I'll let you go ahead and set the whole thing up. But I just well, have thoughts, and yeah. I want to point my finger at the capital M, the media. But you go first. Uh, I liked it. I it's weird when you know how something turns out and you still I, I still got nervous when it was the Cowboys chance to draft. I'm like, oh, don't take Johnny <laughs> Manziel because he's going to be a disaster. Um, so that was fun for me. And it was it was bizarre. I guess I don't know why I didn't realize how much money Texas A&M made off of him. Basically got a new stadium because of one player. That's really, really tough to top. And when people talk about the top NIL athletes, Shaq, would Manziel have been three to five in the last 20, 25 years. Oh yeah. That's good. One that's or good. two, three right in there. I don't know. Reggie I think Bush, Manziel, I've, I'm not advanced, sure. I've advanced this before. I think the legend of Johnny football is owed largely. Yeah. He beat bam in that one game. That was big, mm. but also before he gets there, he is Johnny football. I am not clear if he is self-anointed Johnny football or if third parties hung that one on him either way. That mm -hmm. is, I, I I submit, not a first round draft pick if his nickname weren't Johnny Football. That how about and that? the how about the, the money the money thing helps, right? A little celebratory thing, right? I think. I mean, that years. was fun and all yeah. that, but I really think that there's no buzz. I mean, the the great what if around mm -hmm. Johnny Football is that Jerry Jones wanted him and Stephen talked him out oh, of it, and he still wanted yep. uh, he still wanted. Uh, now I can't even think of the Zach guy's Martin. name. Oh, the, no, no, no. He wanted uh, the the QB uh, with the wonky throwing motion uh, who went what, what to school? Denver instead. Um, oh, uh, not Connor Cooper. Cook or uh, oh, no. No, Paxton Lynch. Oh, we're looking at Paxton the Lynch. Yeah. Jeez, Paxton Louise, Lynch. Yeah. Couldn't think. Yeah. Couldn't think of his name. 
Jerry Jones dodged two bullets on that one. But anyway, mm. um, imagine if Johnny football had gone there and the, the flame out would have been even more spectacular. You assume. Right. And I love the Johnny football <laughs> that didn't just announce. It's like, yeah, I never watched tape. I know. I, yeah. I, 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 Zero point zero. Isn't that a parent's dream though? He put 0.0% time on his iPad. Like this is something <laughs> you know, nice. should look nice. up to this. I think that's, that's another thing I took Uh Martin, you want to kill the media and uh, yeah, they obviously well, didn't help this guy. Well, cause you know, I'm thinking, all right, the name of this thing untold Johnny Manziel. Hmm. And it hit me as I'm watching this documentary and I see it, the Heisman trophy candidacy. The other untold that I have watched is Manti Teo. And I just want to know right. what the hell were people doing mm. in this time period when they were interviewing? Like, how hard would it have been to find out that there was a fake gram, a fake girlfriend, or just simply that Johnny Football's parents weren't rich oil magnates? That yeah, should have been weird. relatively easy to find out mm-hmm. and just checked very simply. We were too because, busy throwing parties for uh, for the Tuies and uh, how great <laughs> those people they were. We didn't have time for investigations. That's true. That must That's have true. been it. So I was just like, I was just whenever these things are like, oh my god, did you hear this? How this like? You so mean you're to referring to the autograph signings. He collected a bunch of money, backroom deals, and the you know the NCAA was onto it. And then they're like, where'd you get all this money? And his buddy who was his handler, lied and said, oh, the Manzels come from money. They come from oil. And everyone's like, all right, but this still isn't kosher. So we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to penalize you a little bit here, right? But yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, how it should have been very easy to just vet the lie from this 20-year-old kid to see right. if Johnny Football actually came for money. Maybe just talk to one person he went to high school with. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, did he have right. a Lamborghini in high school? Because that was what it was portrayed as. Like, he's driving, like, he was rich in school, so he didn't even need the money yeah. if he was trying to, anyway. Yeah, he walked to practice. Yeah, it's weird. How do we feel about Colin Klein? Because Colin Klein was the third guy up there. Manti Teo had a fake girlfriend who was on the phone with all hours of the day and night. Mm. Johnny Football was doing keg stands prior to games. And Colin Klein just still, like, do you feel good that you finished third in the Heisman voting? Or, like, you right. were up, or, or is it forgot wow, about him totally what, until what they a showed wasted him. opportunity. I should have won the Heisman. All I was doing was playing football. Everybody else, Johnny Manziel is taking cross country flights three times a week to go sign autographs. That's a good. What if Shaq two disqualifications? It yeah. It is funny though. Like when you look back, it's so it's one of those things that I imagine, you know, Martin says what was going on back then. I imagine if you're like, 15 or 20 and or just in recent days decided you love football and you start to look back at the, 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 this century. So Johnny Manziel looks like one of those guys, like who thought this guy was going to be good in the NFL in, 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 in hindsight, you're like, what the hell? Who was, who was in on this? Right. I went back and watched both Alabama tech. Just saying them games. And when you're sitting there watching, it's like, oh, he's incredible. But like, he's not winning from the pocket at all. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's not, it, it was all dependent on how fast he was to the edge. It's like, Absolutely. He's going to look at how he beats those defenders. Like who thought that that was going to work in the NFL? He's a little guy who it, plainly to your eyeball is not uh, Lamar Jackson speed. So what was the thought that half the GMs in the league were like, yeah, Johnny football. I, if we get, if he's in the right spot for us, we'd love to, to get him, including Jerry Jones and beyond super weird. Yeah. The true yeah, star. Like one of the players you'd see, like in the, yeah. Okay. I was going to say the true star though, 
was his agent, Eric right. Burkhart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Eric, I'm available. EB. EB. You can sign yeah. me as talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lord have mercy. The the the, the smoke and mirrors that mm-hmm. he pulled with this kid to get him and be a first round pick. Yep. Woo! That month leading up to the I would, draft, I would and call then him went, right now, if I played in the league, like yo, I would love it if you represented me. It was like the day before he really tanked it, right? And they even kept that hidden. So yeah, it's good. So how check, many you people could, jo- could Johnny Football beat up right now? <laughs> among the three of us. Let's see. Uh, Bill Belichick. You beat me uh, Mike up, but McDaniel. I Daniel. Oh, oh, not coaches. I think uh, you two would beat him up. Could beat up a starting quarterback, much as I could beat up Wayne Gretzky. Wow. Wayne Gretzky know. versus Johnny Football. That's a good so, one. So let me ask you this, though. You. I still say are, Johnny uh, Football. No, I know. You're, yeah. you don't drink, right? Right. Dave's drinking right now. You don't drink. What? Yeah. But I kind of thought this was going to be a, uh, you know, a redemption story. But at the end, he's drinking a Stella and they're shocked. It was pretty quick. I paused it when, when he was by the pool. I paused it. I was like, oh, that's a big oh, boy. I thought it really didn't make sense. But yeah, that's um, that's amazing. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, you're right. They didn't they didn't button that up uh, uh, well at all. But interesting. Well, check it, it was, out. You know, it's one of those, you know. Manti Teo did his in part because, you know, he's married, he's got kids on the way. It's not time to tell his story. It yeah. seems as if the story of Johnny Football and his sobriety is, is not quite there yet. No. Just from I what think, I saw in the documentary. Well, and now the big news is he's playing Michael Oler in the uh, Blindsided, the sequel. You're right. <laughs> I love, so I love at the same time, that, like at the, at, in the news right now is the Johnny Football documentary. And I have heard. Uh, Martin people saying like, man, he's drinking a beer. Like, is he not? And at the same time, the world over is celebrating the guy on ayahuasca who's going to be the big savior for the Jets. It's a funny thing. Like, right, right, right. If Johnny Football would have shaped up, but like, yeah, what eight's doing there? He's he's going to fix everything. Uh, New York Jets fan. Things Don't have worry. really changed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, All right. Go yeah, ahead. I want to ask the last thing I got. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but the last thing I got is, you, Dave. I know you haven't seen it yet. You did see, however. The majority, if not all, of the games that Cliff Kingsbury coached in the NFL. You right. will never, ever see a bigger smile on his face than when he is recounting how hungover oh, yeah. Johnny football would come into <laughs> practice and game. Yeah. He has a smile on his face like he's talking about his favorite Christmas gift. I mean, it's he is so happy. And it just was like, man. No wonder you didn't work out. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> Shaq, when you see it, uh, yeah, because you talk about like um, when we see footage of th- players from the 50s and 60s and we know hear tale of them getting hammered the night before the game. <laughs> Johnny Manziel might be that guy. He might be the undersized quarterback who's running all, you know, in the black and white footage and also uh, has a pop or two or can't figure out how to get a you know, uh, domestic flight back from Vegas to Cleveland in time for the game. Like it's, there's a lot of that. So, um, yeah, I think it's sad that, right. What's the bummer is, is that we keep seeing, um, evidence that it's best to just keep your yap shut and be a robot. Don't be a personality. Baker Mayfield hasn't worked out. I was not a supporter, obviously, Mm-hmm. of the team he was on, but I loved his moxie and shooting his mouth off and all that crap. That was great for a chip on the shoulder. Town sure. Like, like Cleveland is. And Johnny football was that kind of cat. And Joe Namath was that kind of cat. But what right. works now is like, just don't say anything. Cause it's going to come back to haunt you. That stinks. I wish that yeah. Johnny football would have succeeded because of having uh yeah. Enjoying a drink. 
Our greatest hero is Max McGee. We don't celebrate him nearly enough. He went on a twister mm-hmm. on the eve of the first Super Bowl and really should have been the MVP. And instead, button down, vanilla Bart Starr got it. And that got the ball rolling in the wrong direction. And 57 years later, here we are. I don't know There's what it's there's Max McGee making Ellis. one-handed catches in the, in the first right. Super Bowl. Yeah. One-handed catches for touchdowns. If you go back and watch that game, you're absolutely yeah. right. That was the first well, the, robbery in NFL history. Yes. The other hand was asleep. It still hadn't woke up. It was still hung over. So, yeah, yeah everything had to be one hand. <laughs> had a flask yeah, that, in it. The, right. The Doc Ellis Award should be uh, for a perennial uh, every year. That's right. For, we, uh, should, we, should, we, we should. That's that's the thing. That Doc Ellis is a patron mm-hmm. saint. Max McGee. How about right. David Wells throwing a perfect game? Uh, when he, when I think he said he was hungover for that it, one. Mickey Mantle's yeah. whole career was yeah. drunk. Mario Lemieux said he stopped eating French fries when the right. season was close. I like that's like Paul Bunyan kind of stuff. Mario like, Andretti, please. Yeah, a lot of all the Marios. Yeah, <laughs> Andretti was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, listen, we got to get going, but I urge everybody to listen to minus three, where uh, Dave Damashek, Kevin Hench. And our own Eddie Spaghetti go over the NFC North. Spaghetti, I'm with you. We're going to go on extra points. We're going to go over the divisions next week and the week after. But Spaghetti, uh, just a little tease. I'm with you. I think the Vikings are getting too much crap. Sheck, you picked them to make the playoffs at almost even odds, I believe. I get but the I th- regression. I, I get the idea that but, but, O'Connell so team's going to... So 13 wins. So if they regress from 13 to 9, isn't that huge? Like, I, I don't understand when people, this team, like, well, they won every one score game. It's like, all right, fine. They're good. That's what good teams do. And, you know, do you go the other way? Like, I think the Raiders are like two and seven in one score game. So they are, are you betting on them to turn it around? But no. So, so that, that's oh, that addiction only goes yeah, so far. I have them in the playoffs yeah. at plus 110. I just I, don't I have think they win, win in the, the division. division. I think, okay. what were they, spaghetti, like three to one or something or more to win yeah. the division? Yeah, that's yeah. what they were. And I, I, I think is going to be. Tremendous. Totally, yeah. totally agree with you, Sal. My main takeaway is that just how much of a Packers fan check is now since Aaron Rodgers is gone. Uh, yeah, I didn't pick the Packers. I picked the Lions, you bum. <laughs> He's got LaFleur coach of the year, though. It's going to be interesting. That's a fun division. Anyway, Jordan check Love it out. MVP. I didn't say <laughs> anything about Jordan Love MVP. I said no such thing. I said he's going to turn around and do what his coach wants him to do, which is hand the ball off. That's the thing that the previous QB wouldn't do. Yeah. To the detriment right. of the team. Yeah. I'm with you. I think uh, I think there's too much Lions love. I'm sorry, Martin. We'll we'll get into it next week. But you know we have to remember they are the the Lions. And by the way, I think if you pulled the action, you know the average football fan and asked who got further in the playoffs, the Lions or the Giants, I think a lot of people would say the Lions. They misremember that that was a regular season game against the mm-hmm. Packers, who everybody says stinks. Right? Okay, they stink and they barely won the game, but we're we're all over the Lions and the yeah, the Giants actually won a playoff game. So I don't know. Whatever. Go listen. Minus three. Want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.